1: Hey Mitch, Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch.
0: Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch. Hey, Mitch.
1: Hey,
0: Mitch. Hey, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down here on the convention floor of AmazingCon Las Vegas and I'm talking to Omar Perez, creator of comic books such as The Root, Ru- The Druid Los Angeles yeah Los Angeles Los Angeles and Holmes right so what was it that made you want to write a Sherlock Holmes story more in the vein of as I was told uh, H uh, Hunter s Thompson thank you
1: uh, I actually I wrote it I the book is, is about ten years old right now um, this came out this the collection came out in 2008 and this this the idea comes dates back to uh, when I was getting out of college in the 90s, I had read *Fear and Loathing* in Las Vegas at the time, and I had reread the Holmes stories and the the uh, you know the original Doyle stories. And um, you know, in the Doyle stories, Holmes is an addict, but he only he only part- <clears throat> he only partakes when he's when he's bored and not on a case. And I thought yeah, that's just ridiculous. Any any addict is really going to be getting high all the time, right? And so I thought it was it was a funny idea that maybe maybe he really is high all the time, and Watson's just cleaning up the, uh, the, <laughs> the, you know the, the you know, cleaning up the reality for for his stories. And so yeah, so that's that's where that idea came from, and it took me, you know, ten or fifteen years to get get to the project, but uh, I did it, and people seem to respond really well to it, and I I, I love it. It's. It's a, it's, it's a joy to write. Um, I've written the sequel, which should be out in a couple more years. Um, I ramble on. That's okay. I don't know if I answered the question. Yeah, you did. Totally. It's, okay. it's amazing.
0: I mean, I mean, was was Sherlock Holmes was the, a character that you always enjoyed, or was it just, you know, what's what struck you after watching Fear and Loading Las Vegas?
1: Oh, I... I I didn't. That was. This was before the movie came out. Okay, I mean, reading. So yeah, I, I read the book, and um, I had I had read the Doyle stories originally, probably when I was like twelve or thirteen, and I reread them, like I said in college, and I, I just happened to have reread them, close to the time I had re- originally uh, read Fear and Loathing, and so it just hit me as a funny, you know, funny combination, and actually in the, in the book, that's where a lot of the comedy comes from is. Um, you see Holmes and Watson doing these, you know, crazy misdeeds <laughs> And the narration is in direct counterpoint to what's really happening Watson's narration is, you know, is, is basically the Doyle stories It's like, you know, it's, it's plain it straight Whereas it's anything but in reality
0: Right and, and, you know, why was it that you wanted to get into graphic novels Instead of more traditional uh, novel?
1: Um, I, I I I grew up on comic books. Um, I, I, I'm still considering. I don't know. I, I love writing, and I, I always love drawing. So any combination. Like I, I wouldn't rule out writing novels, but uh, comics. I guess were my first love, as far as the uh, as far as the media goes, and. I just found myself gravitating more towards my own creations than trying to, you know, trying to get into Batman or X-Men or whatever. Right. Um, so I've, I've been doing independent comics for probably 20 years and, uh, you know, working other jobs, obviously, but, um... I don't know. I'm rambling again.
0: Oh, no, you're you doing great. I, okay. I, that's exactly what I hope. Want to I hear. hope you edit this. Oh, I mean, we do a little bit of editing, but it's it's you know it's it's all about what what it is that got you to where you're going. It's all ram- rambling is. That's my that's my bread and butter. So it's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I go off on tangents. That's, that's that's just typical with me.
0: That sounds great. So I mean, if you grew up reading comic books, what were the characters that you grav- gravitated to?
1: Well, I, I, I loved Kirby before I knew who Kirby was. Nice. Um, and actually I remember when I was 12 I saw him at a convention walked past I was too uh, too impressed with the fact that I saw Jack Kirby to (laughs) to try to talk to him but um, yeah I I, you know as a kid I was I loved the the thing from Fantastic Four you know it's clobbering time and uh, but actually you know the stuff that stuck with me tends to be a lot of the underground stuff Um, I I love Kirby but also love like the uh the Freak Brothers from Gilbert Sheldon and uh, Robert Crumb stuff, um, you know, and I, I was in college when a lot of, a lot of the painted comics were, were out and Vertigo was mm-hmm. was uh, at its peak, yeah. so that kind of, that stuff definitely had an influence on me as well.
0: Okay. And w- what can you tell me about the Druid then, the, the, one of the two other books that you have up here?
1: Well, actually, both those books are both these books here are Drued books. Oh, okay, I see that now. Yeah, um, we just we, we made the uh, the subtitle of Los Angeles the dominant title because we didn't want people to uh, um, have the perception that they need to read Volume One to to get Volume Two. Is it more
0: of an anthology type of thing, or what's that? Is it more of an anthology type of story? No, or? no, not at all.
1: They both they both star Boris Drude. Okay. Um, well, also, Druid is an amalgamation of uh, Druid and Dude, so it's you know it's a t- t- uh, take on the Dude, you know, Lebowski. Lebowski. <laughs> so he's he's kind of a Lebowski esque character. He's kind of a he's an underground uh, rock star. So he's he, un, being underground. He's not he's not rich and famous. He's he's semi-famous, not rich, <laughs> and. Um, He just wants to get loaded and have a good time. But,
0: uh... Always stumbling into situations
1: and... Exactly. (laughs) He's got the sight. So, in the first volume, he sees the reptilian aliens that are ruling the, uh... ruling society. And he alone sees it, so... He's not sure if he's lost his... lost his shit, or... (laughs) Or if he's, you know, if, if, if if, if his reality is true reality. He, he knows nobody else sees what he sees. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so the first the first volume t- uh, is re- revolves around the reptilian alien conspiracy. And the second book, Los Angeles, um, picks up a couple threads from the first book, but it's um it stands alone. Um once again the reptilians are involved. It's, it's this, this this time it's the reptilian infested Illuminati. And uh a reincarnated, reincarnated Aleister Crowley, okay. who's who's returned as the uh, as the, as the literal beast, um, and he's out of control. And then you throw in Boris's doppelganger, who's who's actually kind of a uh, kind of an alternate version of himself. It's not it's not strictly a doppelganger. He's more um, he's more a Boris if he had gone a different route in life. So he's kind of the Child the uh, fat middle-aged family man version, <laughs> and uh, they switch places because of uh, because of Crowley. They switch realities, and uh, you know, comedy ensues.
0: Sounds sounds about right. Yeah. So I mean, on the the cover of uh, your volume two here, there's obviously a reptilian creature that has a striking resemblance to. Certain president.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, the script um, the script was done in 2014, Oh. and uh, I just I, I had Trump in the in the book just because I thought he was such an idiot, and uh, I needed a, a jackass, you know, do nothing celebrity, you know. I think you found the right one. Yeah. <laughs> and.
0: Um, I can get to LA in about an hour and a half.
1: So any, anyway, the cover is just kind of a concession to our, our current reality. Okay. Um, so he's not—he's not—he's not president in the book. He's not even a candidate in the book because <laughs> it was written before any of that happened. Right. Um, so the book is—the book is—the book takes place in 2014 to address that um, disparity. Right.
0: Okay. I mean, so when you were in college, were you going to the school for something that like in this kind of field? Were you I went to writing?
1: art school. I went, to, oh, art you went school. to art school. Okay. Yeah.
0: So was was I mean, were you planning on drawing the books yourself? Well, I drew the first book myself.
1: I drew the first book myself and I drew the Holmes book. Okay. Um, I've only been writing for other artists the last few years and um, that's a, I. I'd actually started writing for other artists before uh, Parkinson's started affecting me, but um, now you know, now that's become you know kind of a necessity. And I, I'm actually much happier. because drawing comics is really laborious yeah. and uh, you <laughs> to know, say the least. And you know it doesn't pay a lot, so you know needing to pay the bills, it makes more sense for me to do jobs that pay better. And have have other guys that are willing draw mm-hmm. uh, drama draw books, so works works good, works out for me.
0: So, do you have uh, things in the works right now that you're trying to do, like uh, stories that you're you're going to be coming out with soon?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, the first book I drew that or I, that I wrote that another artist drew was a sci-fi book, also for First Comics, called Super Terror, and. Um, the, the artist from that wanted to, wanted to do another one so I wrote him a sequel um, this guy's named Tony Talby's he's, he's out of control he's a great artist um, really wild stuff um, he's he's finishing up Super terror 2 right now so hopefully that'll be out early next year and um, I've written I've written the sequel to Holmes so hopefully that'll be out in the next a uh, couple of years and um, I'm always, I'm always writing okay I'm always working on stuff
0: so then when the, the, the times when you're not writing or, or doing your your day job so to speak like what is it that you love to geek out about it and it doesn't have to be comic books or you know uh, anything geeky you could be working on cars well, or
1: it's, its rock music rock music yeah you can see uh, this this t-shirt of mine is double geek because you
0: got it's a Batman symbol with a waveform so to speak or a yeah that's, sound
1: that's um. Waveform from the cover of the Joy Division album. Okay, and uh, so yeah, it's like music geek meets (laughs) comics geek. So then, so then you're you're just sitting at
0: home, you're listening to to music, or you know, in the car, or whatever you like.
1: Yeah, in the car or at at work. Um, I do graphics for a living. Okay, and so I'm on the computer all day, Um, and you know, I'm able to able to listen to. To music all day, basically.
0: You have a favorite band?
1: Oh, I've got a lot. Um, a lot of them.
0: That's right. The true fan has a
1: lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even know where to start with that one. <laughs> okay. How about genre? Uh, I, I guess I guess I would have to go down the list of like Bowie, Iggy. Ooh. Um, you know, Velvet Underground, Beatles. You know, there's there's a million of them. The Kinks. Um, and then I can't even keep up with all the new the, the new acts that I like. Okay. Um, I just kind of I save them in Spotify and and I have to remind myself every once in a while like oh, the, like the best album this year so far. Well, the one I've enjoyed the most this year is the uh, the new solo Ian Brown album. Okay. The singer from the Stone Roses. Mhm. Um. So that that's been really good. And then there's, there's been a lot of good stuff. I just. Can't remember off the top of my head no, no, what's, no what's new.
0: If we were to take a look at your Spotify right now, what was the last thing that you played?
1: Oh, I don't even know. No. <laughs> um, I've been listening to the uh, the release radar, so I, I haven't listened to a straight album in the last couple of weeks. I listen to the you know the, uh, the the playlists they make for you, the Discover Weekly and the Release Radar. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Maybe the. This, this, is, this thing's out of context with Bowie and Nicky, but the, the, the new Willie Nelson is something I'm looking hey, looking forward to. nothing
0: wrong with that. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Druid and Homes are the books that I have right here in front of me. Um, what is the best way for people to go and follow you on social media or check out your website? Where, where, where can people find
1: you online? Um, I can be found on the okay. T-H-E-D-R-U-D-E com and that that will actually have a link to the uh, Facebook page the Facebook uh, page is the most updated um, the drewcom isn't updated very very often very often yeah it's like every f- every few weeks whereas the uh, Facebook page is updated more you know like weekly at least I
0: mean it's it's, it's easier it's easier <laughs> <laughs> yes. this is Mitch on the convention floor of Amazing con in Las Vegas with Omaha Perez Saint, always remember to geek out. This concludes our broadcast.